and welcome back to a brand new episode of Virtual Coffee. My name is Alexa Collier, and on this podcast, I interview and showcase small business owners, where we discuss their journeys, their pieces of advice, their perspectives on their business. And with me today is Jackie, the founder and owner of Bomorama. Jackie makes and sells unique bath bombs that can be shipped across the United States. They are truly unique, and I love that they're homemade, so you know exactly the ingredients that go into them and that you'll use in your own bath. Now, Jackie was kind enough to give our audience 15% off their order when you use code PODCAST15 on bomorama.myshopify.com. I'll link her website and include the code in the description. Again, that's PODCAST15, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-1-5 for 15% off your order. Thank you so much, Jackie. Um, and in fact, I'm uh, right after this, I'm going to purchase a couple of her paint your own bath bomb kits uh, for some of the kids in my family for the upcoming holidays. So again, this was an awesome episode with Jackie. And before we dive into it, I'd appreciate if you follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. It's all at Virtual Coffee Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST15 on Balarama's website, linked in the description. And now let's get into it and hear from Jackie. Welcome, Jackie. Thank you so much for being on Virtual Coffee. Uh, Yes, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, looking forward to it. So let's just uh, hear from you a quick intro of who you are, what your business is. Kick us off. Absolutely. So my name is Jackie. I live in Charlotte, North Carolina with my husband. Um, We have two beautiful daughters. Uh, One is about to be four and the other one is a year and a half. We have two fur babies as well, two Shih Tzus. Uh, So we live down here in the South, love the weather. And I started uh, my business, Bamarama, um, in the April of 2021, and it has continued to grow and looking forward to uh, kind of discussing that a little bit further. Excellent. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely going to dive into some of the details there. First off, what you said, you know, you have two lovely daughters, two children, two fur babies, a husband. How is that starting a business with all of that beautiful chaos? <laughs> um, <laughs> what what was that decision like? Was it difficult just considering, you know, that you also have a pretty busy family life, especially when your children are so young, right? That's a very yes. crazy time. Just curious your thoughts there, because I know there are others out there who are listening who probably have children or are just starting their family and are trying to maybe decide between one or the other, but you didn't, you chose both. So what was that like? Any advice there? Uh, Yes, absolutely. So, you know, it was a long conversation with my husband, as you always want to, you know, discuss with your partner and kind of make sure that it works within, you know, our family and what we were planning to do. I was actually, when I had decided to start the business, I was actually pregnant (laughs) with my second. So I opened the business um, in April and then I had my second daughter, Chloe, in June, took, you know, the six weeks off for that and then got started right back up for the holiday season last year. But, you know, it was a lot of conversation. It was sort of a no-brainer for us. Um, I was working in the corporate world prior to long weeks, 60 to 80 hours, 
and really finding that I was missing out on prime opportunities and events and things, uh, milestones with my first daughter that was sad for me. So being able to start my own business and kind of make my own time. And, you know, that was something for us that we saw as the no brainer that, you know, being able to, to kind of prioritize the way that, that we needed to. And then, you know, I know we're going to discuss, you know, Bamarama's mission a little bit later, but that kind of ties into it as well. So yeah, it, it was just something that, you know, we just, we went for. Um, mm -hmm. So when you talk about advice for other listeners, you know, if it's something in the back of your mind, uh, go for it, do it, you know, <laughs> it, it has yeah. been um, a rewarding one, definitely for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I wanted to just kick off with your mindset, you know, when you started the business and love that you shared that story. And it sounds like by choosing to run your own business, it actually benefited, right? Both you personally, the business, of course, and your family, right? You kind of, you were able to choose both by saying, okay, I'm going, I'm going to go down this new path of starting my own business. So yeah, I love, love that perspective. Excellent. And yeah, would, would love to dive more into uh, Bamarama's, you know, mission. Where did this idea come from? And um, yeah, just give us, give us some more, more details of, of Bamarama. Yes. Yeah, so getting started with Bamarama, you know, becoming a mom for the first time, it was so important to find me time. I think a lot of times, at least for myself, I would forget me and forget who I was pre-pregnancy and pre-having my daughter. So self-care, taking care of yourself, taking time out of the day just for you. And I know sometimes that that can be hard. So I wanted to create, you know, a product that would be able to help with that, um, something fun, something that smells great, you know, there's benefits to it, to be able to kind of sit down and, and just take those moments for you. So uh, while I was pregnant with my first daughter, and then continuing on being able to hop in a quick bath with either a glass of wine or a cup of coffee, throw on my favorite Netflix show for, you know, one episode, throw a nice bath bomb in, you know, those were the moments that I started taking for myself and being able to treasure just even getting out of, as you had mentioned earlier, the beautiful chaos, even for 45 minutes for yourself. And I wanted to be able to help other parents do that too, moms and dads alike, and just really anybody truly who just needed to remember to take a moment for themselves <laughs> and do a little me time, do a little you light a candle, have a bath bomb, you know, that sort of thing. So that's really where the decision to kind of to move forward with this happened where, you know, it wasn't just for me, but also trying to help others as well. I love that you have that deep meaning, that deep why behind the business. I think that just having that really personal why for it helps carry the business further than it would without it. And I think it just gives, you know, you as the owner and the person doing a lot of the work, just a deeper meaning, um, as well as for, you know, the folks who buy your products, love that mission fully, fully in support of that mission. <laughs> um, and <laughs> Thank I, you. yeah, I always love to know. So you sell, sell bath bombs and how did you start that process? This is always one of, for me personally, the most fascinating questions and answers that I, I can ask my guests because I'm just imagining, right? You have this mission, this idea, and then you need to make them. <laughs> and how, <laughs> how did that start? Like, how do you just know how to make a bath bomb, right? Is it Google? Is it months of work? Did you just try it? Did you already know? Um, take us down that journey. 
Absolutely. So yes, a lot of research, a lot of Google. I found um, some very, very helpful Facebook groups of other makers, you know, throughout the world, not just in the United States, but there are makers in Australia um, and Great Britain. So, you know, they will share their tips and their tricks. And it took me three months to develop the recipe that I like that um, works for me. So there was a lot of trial and error, a lot of testing. <laughs> um, my friends and family were so supportive. They would take my bath bombs and try them out and give me notes. And so that was super helpful as well. But yeah, a lot of <laughs> what at the beginning was a lot of broken bath bombs <laughs> that were still <laughs> used. But yeah, just just a lot of months of trial and error. Yeah, I love that. Coming from a true innovator's mindset of just experimenting, tweaking, evolving. Um, yeah, that's excellent. That that makes sense. It's just one step at a time, one day at a time. Were you ever debating between, because because your mission is very centered around self-care, finding that moment for yourself, were you debating between bath bombs versus candles versus other self-care products? Um, I guess my question is, why did you hone in on bath bombs? Bath bombs were something that they weren't talked a lot about. I am definitely a candle person and in joining in, in, in the small business community, I have found a lot of candle makers. So now I have my own favorite small business candle makers. But for me, I wanted to do something that was a little bit different. So when I started going down the self-care journey and kind of looking at like what my own daily routine was like, Yes, the candle was included in there. Yes, teas and, and, and different things like that, uh, lotions and body scrubs. But for me, it was bath bombs because I didn't hear a lot about it. And in researching it more, I realized that they're, they don't have to be just round bath bombs. I think a lot of times, you know, when I'm at a market and I'm meeting somebody in person, that's the first place that their mind goes to. So for me, it, there was also a creative outlet of being able to craft different shapes and be able to paint. So in crafting the bath bomb, it was my own journey of self-care as well. It's my moment mm -hmm. to like disconnect and do. So for me, it was really just because I hadn't heard bath bombs in the conversation, which I guess you're thinking, you could think to yourself, well, that seems like the less obvious choice because they're not in the conversation. But for me, it was, let's get them in the conversation. I love them. I love using them myself. Let me see if I can promote the benefits of these and get them in the self-care conversation more. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. It almost sounds like you identified that market gap, right? Of, you know, people weren't really talking about bath bombs or potentially it wasn't that popular, especially in the small business world, you're totally right. Like I don't come mm -hmm. across many bath bomb small businesses. So yeah, that that's lovely. Filling a gap and to your point, also spreading the word about something or, you know, literally spreading the product that you use <laughs> and, and you love. Want to know, you know, for those who are listening who, you know, haven't been to your website yet or haven't explored your social media, can you describe some of the bath bombs you sell? Maybe your favorites or the most popular um, just give us an idea of of what they're like, maybe the smell, the shape, et cetera. Oh, absolutely. So one of the the favorites that I usually sell out in stores, I sell out um, at markets for sure, is my oatmeal and honey bath bomb. Uh, it's shaped as a donut. 
and it is drizzled with like a cocoa butter topped with oats. They're very good for uh, exfoliating the skin when you're in the tub, uh, but that is a favorite. Uh, the smell is oatmeal and honey, <laughs> and it smells wonderful, very relaxing, uh, very soothing, very clean, um, but that is a, probably the top favorite, uh, fan favorite out there. Another one that I have uh, is called, it's an ocean breeze smell. Um, it is shaped like a shell <laughs> that you would find at the beach, a very vibrant blue, again, with like a cocoa butter frosting and some biodegradable glitter. So they range in additives that I put, you know, to make them fun like that. Or I also have the plain lavender and chamomile. Uh, that is also a favorite topped with a little bit of lavender there. So those are just some of them that are that are currently on the website. Yeah, I love it. And they're they're just so cute and fun and you just they, they do they look relaxing and just joyous to to have in your bath. What's your creative process like? Do you find yourself coming up with ideas, you know, randomly and you write them down? Do you have a day you dedicate to ideating on what the next bath bomb can be? A lot of it's in the moment. So trying to find the inspo for it, looking at Pinterest. For instance, I have a gnome bath okay. bomb mold. So, okay, what can I do with this gnome? You know, made rainbows for it for Pride Month, uh, decorated it as Santa here for Christmas, <laughs> uh, did a decoration, um, some fall palette colors uh, for the fall. So, you know, that is one of my more versatile molds that I can use pretty much in any season. But I'll just be you know, going through uh, and I'll notice something and say, hey, how can I make that a bath bomb? And then those groups that I talked about on Facebook, you know, they will post tons of pictures for inspiration too. So you'll see mm -hmm. something and you'll go, oh, I like the way they did this, but I want to do my own spin on it where, you know, I'll add this feature. So a lot of it for me is just on the go since we are very busy in the household. So I'll quickly put a note Am I on my phone, you know, so I can come back to it later and remember, remember that's what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. And is it, um, you know, kind of more the logistics of the business? Is it just you? Do you make them in your home? Um, what are some, you know, maybe give us a sneak peek of the behind the scenes of making them? Oh, absolutely. Yes. So it is just me. Every once in a while, I can rope my husband into maybe putting a label. <laughs> on, on <laughs> just one. one, just one label. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be like, I'm so worried I'm going to mess it up. So, you know, he only does a couple, but yeah, um, yeah. he's helped me, you know, package like paint your own bath bomb kits. So I have a kit designed specifically, you know, it's really geared towards children uh, where they can paint their own bath bomb and then immediately use it. So it includes the paint brushes and, and the paint pots. So he'll, he'll package those. But uh, the biggest helper I have is my three-year-old, almost four-year-old loves to help me label them. She, she calls them the stickers. Can I put the stickers on them? Uh, so she loves to, to help me and come down. Um, and smell them. So I have my own designated space in the home where I make them. That way everything stays sanitized and it's clean and it's in mm -hmm. my own space. And every once in a while, you know, my daughter will come down, she'll grab her mask, she'll grab her gloves and she'll say, do I want to come down and see what you're making? And she will 
tell me if it looks bad or not. <laughs> so I have my own little, uh, my own little tester, my own little honest, yeah, uh, yeah. honest little lady who will tell me. And she, <laughs> she tries out a lot of the new ones I make too. So toddlers are, um, they will tell you exactly what they're thinking when they're thinking it mm-hmm. for sure. So she definitely helps me out with that. If, if she doesn't think something looks good or smells good, she tells me immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> But other than that, no, it's it, it's just me. Um, I hand I handcraft every single one on my own. Um, wow. so you know it does take some time, but oh, I really enjoy it. Yeah, no, I I can hear it in in your voice and and how you're answering that. It's clearly a passion of yours, and I love that you said earlier that it's your own version of self care of of making making the bath bombs, <laughs> and that's got to be the best the best situation, right? When you have your own business is just <laughs> truly enjoying making them. I know there's hard times, of course, but yeah, no, that's, that's lovely to hear. Do you, you know, with your, with your daughters, I know they're still quite young, but have you seen any major impact on them after you decided to, you know, kind of step away from the corporate world and run your own business? Um, I'm just curious if you've seen not changes in them, but do they talk about like running their own business one day? Are they, or are they still too young or I don't know, clearly, you know, clearly I'm sure you felt the changes just in terms of spending time with them, being able to go to those events that you mentioned, you may not have been able to before Um, any other impacts of, you know, after you started Bomberama that, that you've seen within your family dynamic. Uh, Yes. Yes. So my, uh, my oldest daughter, Avery, uh, she has begun to ask me if she can join me when I go to a market and, and she wants to help sell, she said. So I have brought her to a couple of them this past summer and she absolutely loved it. Uh, at one point we were at a brewery down in Rock Hill, South Carolina, and she was so excited anytime anybody came up uh, to our table that she would put her arms out and kind of be like, I have this mom and tell me to <laughs> sit back down. <laughs> A little bit peer pressure. She, you know, she will peer pressure you into buying a bath bomb. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, but she absolutely loved it. So someone would walk up to the table and she'd say, hey, do you want to buy a bath bomb? My mom makes these. <laughs> and it was just so cute. Now, my my youngest daughter, she's a year and a half. So I think for mm-hmm. her, it's still a little bit uh, too early. I don't think she quite understands, you know, what it is that I do or, you know, where right. we're going when I go to a local store to to restock my section. You know, she sits in the stroller and she watches and she looks around. But my other mm-hmm. daughter, uh, she helps me with the tables. So uh, nice. I have a store that I sell my products in in Concord, North Carolina, and she, when I put everything out on the table, she will then um, kind of move it around and I'll be like, <laughs> what are you doing? And she, it looks better here. <laughs> so I guess my little uh, merchandiser, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she has definitely uh, grown in interest in what it is that I do. You know, I have a, I have a branded shirt that I wear to markets. And when she sees me put it on, she'll ask me, are you selling bath bombs today? And I say, yes. And she always says, good luck. Or she'll ask me if she can come with me. Um, So she is definitely getting more excited into the, into the entrepreneurship that it is uh, with the business. Yeah. That's very neat. And, and the reason I ask is again, just for, you know, other small business owners who are listening, who do have children and just hearing your story is very inspiring. Like that, that just must be so impactful for your kids to see you do this thing, go on your journey, take this, own it, succeed in it. And it's, it's really neat to hear that they want to get involved. And 
I'm sure they learn so much, even just, you know, subconsciously, like watching you do the the behind the scenes of the business. It's must just be such a great learning experience for them, even if they never, you know, even if they never run their own business one day or, you know, go into a completely different field. It's just the lessons can be applied almost every aspect of life. So that's that's wonderful. That's very, very cute. Kind of jump jump around a little bit. Just one logistical question that I want to make sure I ask: uh, Where are you able to ship your bath bombs? So um, international, just within the United States. At this time, it's just within the United States. Okay. Um, so shipping there, I do a lot of local markets here within um, the Charlotte, North Carolina area, uh, Winston Salem, North Carolina. You know, I try to do one or two of those uh, a month. I always list them on my website for anybody who might be looking to come. I also have four stores that I that carry my products, three in North Carolina um, and one in South Carolina. So trying to definitely make the products more uh, accessible. Nice. That's awesome. Congratulations on one shipping because that's always, I know, a difficult, difficult feat. And also getting your, your products in stores. That's very exciting. Yeah, yeah. Looking to to the future of Bamarama, where are you hoping to take the business? Are there any major milestones or goals that you'd want to share with the audience, you know, even in terms of just expanding the stores that you're in, launching more products? Where where is your head at in terms of the future of the business? So currently I run the business, but I also work a nine to five. I'm a social media manager. Oh, okay. Um, for another small business out of Cumberland, Maryland. Um nice. Yeah, so I I do that nine to five and then I do the business, you know, out when I can in the hours that I can. So, you know, the ultimate goal would be to do that full time, would be mm-hmm. to run Bamarama full time, really connect with wholesalers to expand my products in stores, you know, not just here within locally of North and South Carolina, but also just throughout the US, and then eventually open my own store that I can also include other self-care local vendors. So as you mentioned, like candles earlier, get a bath bomb, get a candle, get some other products that are geared toward self-care. We could run and do our own events of here's a candle making class, here's a bath bomb making class and be able to expand that way as well. Yeah, I love that idea of having like a themed storefront of all self-care small businesses. That's fun. That's that's a really neat idea. I like that a lot. I di- yeah, didn't know you had that nine to five as well. Do you have any advice, best practices, just kind of those top things, um, top of your mind for others who are launching their own business, can't take it full time yet and are balancing both jobs, right, of of your own business and this nine to five or whatever that looks like for you. I can imagine that can be quite tough at times, but how, how do you balance it? You know, any best practices? Yes. So a lot of it is planning. You know, I'll set a calendar down for the month and I will plan it out. Here's the day for my market. Here's the day that I need to restock uh, store number one, restock store number two. This is the day that I'm going to make bath bombs. Um, this is the day I also make shower steamers for folks who are not quite into the bath um, or like my husband is over six foot tall and can't fit in the tub uh, comfortably. <laughs> so, you know, I'll have a day set aside to make shower steamers and then just really working the calendar, making sure to prioritize. So, you know, if my daughter, my daughter is in dance. So if she has a recital, 
that comes first and foremost. Um, if she has a soccer game, that comes first and foremost. And really prioritizing throughout the month, what is it that I need to get done? Where do I want to see myself at the end of the month? And then the other best, best practice that's sometimes the hardest is ask for help and just ask, hey, I need a little bit more time seeing if my husband can take the girls, you know, if there's something that I need to get done. Uh, hey, my daughter, would you like to sticker some bath bombs? You know, but the biggest thing is asking for help. So we are blessed in that we have two sets of grandparents here within an hour drive of us. So, you know, they are very open and very willing and loving to be able to watch, you know, my daughters, if I do have a market and my husband is working. So we are blessed in that way, but just really making sure to use the resources that you have and the folks that love you and support you um, and asking for that help. Two great pieces of advice there, you know, one to prioritize and then two clearly to ask for help. And with that prioritization, it sounds like you have, it's almost a priority of your values, right? It sounds like family number one, and then, you know, uh, Bamarama comes in there, um, perhaps second, but keeping your values prioritized then helps you prioritize the day-to-day, the, the tasks, the responsibilities. I just like that you, you mentioned that, right? It's, it's not just prioritizing, okay, the to-do list, it's the meaning behind the to-do list is is almost like you almost go a step deeper, right? In order to prioritize that to-do list. Yes. <laughs> that, that makes sense. I, I like that. And kind of on that, that same train of thought there, you know, you do have a family, a nine to five, and you're running your own business. How is, and I hate the word balance here because I just, I just don't think that fits, but I haven't found a better word in, in, in the <laughs> two or three years that I've been doing this podcast. So I just stick with the word balance, but how is it balancing that almost like work-life balance, right? I can imagine there's days where you do just want to work on the business or you only want to focus on family. Any, again, like I guess advice there for others who might be struggling with that balance or can't put the business down or yeah. Any, any ways that you, you tackle that? Yes. Yes. It, it is difficult. Some days, some days are easier than others, depending on what you have going on this week, for instance, with my daughter's catching that stomach bug, you know, uh, focusing on them, focusing on their health and focusing on what they have going on can sometimes become a challenge. Yes. But for me, the biggest thing has just been staying ahead of it, planning ahead of it, knowing what I have on my calendar coming up so that way I can to plan on what it is that I need to do the next day. So if we do have something uh, going on with the grandparents, we have a trick-or-treating, we have, you know, a Friendsgiving, uh, anything that we might have is just, for me, I'm a very visual person. So I will, I will take a calendar and I will literally just write everything out that I need to do. And then setting a par for myself too. So how many of a product do I need? realistically, how many do I need to make in order to accomplish what it is that I'm looking to do? Um, and that for myself, I found very, very helpful. Yeah. Again, I like that piece of advice, just future, future planning, you know, trying to prevent any, any risk or any, any surprises coming up. And even, you know, so that when those surprises do come up, you, you have it handled, you have a plan A through A through Z. (laughs) Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Jackie. And, you know, the question I end every episode with is in this moment, what is your proudest accomplishment? And it can be the business can be on a completely different topic. Just kind of that first thing that comes to mind when I ask you, what is your proudest accomplishment so far? 
So in this moment, it's a collection of all of it. So my husband and I just bought our first house roughly a year ago. So we've been renovating and also remodeling the house within uh, this past year of everything else going on. But also just the idea of being able to start the business and continue to run it and just sticking with it. I think sometimes, you know, that can be the hardest part you'll hear a lot about a small business starting and yes it can get very very hard sometimes and you know the time doesn't feel like it's there creatively sometimes you're a little tapped but just continue on with it and stick with it because now i'm able to spend this time with my with my family with my girls and watch them grow up and learn so much so just really collectively for me in this moment it's everything being able to buy mm -hmm this this bigger house for our girls to be able to run and play with play in a yard that our dogs can now run around in and enjoy themselves um, being able to run this business and like you had mentioned earlier teach my daughter mm -hmm. some of these fundamental things about just creativity and sticking with it and so I think it's just all of it <laughs> Which yeah might be you know that might be a little cheesy but uh just in this moment it, it, it's everything happy with yeah. everything I'm with you, right? It's it's all those successes and accomplishments along the way that lead to where you're at now. And congratulations on everything you've accomplished so far, you know, in, in your personal life and with the business. And I'm really looking forward to continuing to follow your journey. And what a perfect time for, you know, Christmas gifts and um, all the holidays coming up. Um, I'll definitely be be purchasing some for others in my family. So yeah, thank you so much for sharing your story and your advice. And before we sign off, where can people find you in Bamarama? Social media is your website. Shout everything out. So at Bamarama Bath Bombs, um, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and TikTok. My online website, bamarama.myshopify.com. And then I have a special code for anybody listening to the podcast to enjoy 15% uh, off their online order. So if you use code PODCAST15 during checkout, you can get 15% off of your entire order for supporting a virtual coffee podcast and myself and listening in. But that is where we are at. All of the store locations that I am in are also located on my website for ease of address and hours. So that way you can see if there is one closest to you here in North Carolina or South Carolina. Yay. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for that code. That is excellent. Um, what a, what a lovely surprise. And I'll put that into in the description and, and shout it out in the intro as well. Thank you so much, Jackie. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. And I hope everyone checks you out and Bamarama. Um, like I said, perfect timing for, for the holidays coming up. Um, and excellent. Thank you so much for being on virtual coffee. Thank you. Thank you. I really, uh, I really enjoyed it and I appreciate you having me on.